day 132. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it, to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Proverbs 21. All right. So remember, we're in the thick of Proverbs. And uh, yeah, one through nine, we talked about before, bro, was kind of the uh, introduction right so one through nine is this unit right it should be read together and it's actually the lens through which we should read the rest of the proverbs right. but after we hit chapter 10 they just thrown together they right. just thrown in there right for the most part and so um it's kind of a random assortment of these pithy short sayings that are making this invitation to wisdom snapshots of reality i yeah, love yeah part of it is too like they're randomly thrown at us because problems don't come to us nice and neat. Yeah. Problems don't come like, all right, on Tuesday, you're going to deal with conflict. Use right, this proverb. Wednesday, yeah. money. Yeah. Problems come to us at all. And so the book, mm-hmm. as it prepares us for life, in some way, it mirrors life too. So the goal is just to catch on because you never know when you're going to mm-hmm. need it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A king's heart... 21.1, a king's heart is like channeled water in the Lord's hand. He directs it wherever he chooses. I love this proverb, bro, because it beautifully like ties into other books of the Bible. So you think about Ezra, Nehemiah, you think about uh, Esther, you think about all these books where you have these pagan kings, right? right? Cyrus, Artaxerxes, and Xerxes working on behalf of the people of God because the Lord right. was working in them, right? right. So we even seen the hand or the hearts of those that don't believe in God move by the hand of God. Uh. And so I just I just think this is um, good news for us because, again, like Proverbs is not just uh, prescribing a way to live. It is right. describing the way the world works, right. the way the Lord works. Um, it's, it tells us, though, like we don't need to fear powerful people. That's good. Right? Yeah. Even if they are in power. That's right? good. Because the Lord is in control and sovereign over them all. That's good. Yeah, yeah, man. The aim is to teach us the fear of the Lord, right? And right. as opposed to fearing other lesser things or lords, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Psalm 146 is going to tell us, yo, don't put your trust in princes. And it's going to say, yo, kings, they got the same breath in their nose that you do. They'll expire quickly, right? What well, uh, Biggie say? <laughs> What I look like. Picture me being yeah. scared of somebody to breathe the same air as me. Same air as me. Yeah. But Proverbs 21 is going to tell us, it's going to help us see, no, 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 we shouldn't fear them. Not just because they expire like we do, but God's in complete control. God's got them on a string, mm. right? So at the end of the day, they are going to be a useful tool in God's hand to do what God has called them to do. So we can still see them for what they are, but maintain our fear of the Lord, which is going to lead us to wisdom, which is going to lead us to be able to apply all of these things and not to buck up against wisdom to try to get what it is that we want. Absolutely. Um, Man, Proverbs 21.9, better to live on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a nagging wife. All right, first of all, context, right? Proverbs is written to young men, Originally, young Jewish men that are training for leadership or to be kings or something like that. So at its core, that's how it starts, Mm -hmm. but the application is much broader. You don't have to be a young Jewish man to apply this book, Mm -hmm. right? But with that being said, that's why in Proverbs, when it talks about marriage and stuff like that, 
like folks may say, yo, it always says this about the wife. What about the husband, right? Mm -hmm. Proverbs isn't going to talk about a wife marrying a contentious man, not because they're not out there, but because contextually this is what the book was written for, that group. So this still does give us a general principle about marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's saying, all right, look, it's one thing to be alone. Mm. It's another thing to be alone and married, mm. right? That's good. That I think I see single folks sometimes so often and eager to get married so Man. much so that they lower their standards and they feel like even if, even if I'm not with the right one, mm. it's better that the two of us share a house. And Proverbs mm. is going to say, no, 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 no. what you want. Because when you find yourself there, yeah, that literally it would be better to like <laughs> say, yo, I'm going on the rooftop, but sweetheart, we don't have a rooftop. I know I'm just going <laughs> to climb up and make my bed on the shingles than yeah. to being you. And so it's mm. hyperbolic. Mm. language meant to show us oh listen Mm. there is there's something serious here that you should watch out for yeah i love that uh this section of proverbs 16 uh, chapter 16 to 22 primarily are going to have a lot of these better than things right right? so it's it's not just saying there are some things that are good right but wisdom wants to show you what's what's better better, right what's best sometimes sometimes it's not bad or right right, like not right or wrong but sometimes better and best. Right. Uh, there's a difference there. So 2113, the one who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor this one too. will himself also call out and not be answered. One of the easiest ways to oppress the poor is to neglect them. Mm. Right. I love what Proverbs is getting at here because wisdom you see is many faced, right? It's like a diamond. It has many different faces. And a part of wisdom has this religious and righteous right. element. So you see the contrast of the righteous and the wicked in Proverbs as well. And what he's saying is here is like, it's wise to care for the poor. It's right. why this is wise and righteous in the eyes of God. And I love the the shedding of the ear imagery, right? right. It is this willful neglect um of someone we would otherwise hear. And I just think for us, the Lord is trying to say you know, the fortune that we have been blessed with, it should be used to help the unfortunate. Right. Right. Mm. Generous moves with our resources are always wise moves before the Lord. Right. Yep. Yep. And we see this wisdom personified in the Lord Jesus and the Apostle Paul is going to say this is, you know, Christ who was rich, but for your sake, he became poor so that through his poverty, you might become rich. Jesus Mm. was the ultimate embodiment of this wisdom. Not just that, he didn't shut his knees to the poor, mm. but he opened his heart and his very self to the poor, mm. right? So he gave himself completely for us and, right, who is heard from mm. or, or who does God hear from better than him, right? He's sitting at the right hand mm. for God of God forever, interceding for us, showing us the legitimacy of this. Psalm 21 Closes out. A horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. Um, Your preparation for whatever you have to do is important, but it is not all-encompassing when it comes to the outcome, right? We tend to link so much preparation Mm -hmm. to the particular outcome that we get, Mm -hmm. and this proverb at the end 
in a sense, frees us from that. It says, mm. yo, your preparation is important, but the thing that's indispensable as it relates to the outcome is God's hand mm. in the matter, mm. right? So it helps us, it reminds us, no, 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 whatever we have to do, no, prepare like your life depends on it, mm. ah, but you gotta pray about it, right? Mm. Pray as if the ultimate determination of the event is going to come from God's hands, mm. not the calluses on your hands. That's good, bro. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs, again, is not only about prescribing proper ways of living. It is often about us having a proper perspective. And right. it wants to correct our perspective. Yeah. Uh, and for us to have a wise perspective. Proverbs 22, a good man is, uh, a good name is to be chosen over great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. One of the things you realize about life is that nobody gets up at funerals and eulogizes about how rich someone was, right? right? Regardless of religious stripe, beliefs, and theological stances, right? There's something in us that when the ultimate arrives, it is going to gravitate towards character and values and who you actually were. And so I just love how balanced Proverbs is as well because it says so much about fortune and finances and hard work and all that kind of stuff. But it balances it here with the importance of character, reputation, one's name, right? And there are things, bro, that only character and values can do for us right. that money can't. Yeah. Right. And so I, I just love the way that Proverbs tries to balance that scale. Yep. Everybody with money finds himself with a problem that money can't solve, mm. right? Money is not ultimate. Yeah. Right. Um, 21 6, start a youth out on its way or train up a child in the way that he should grow. And even when he grows old, he will not depart from you. Mm. Generally true. Proverbs is about principles, not promises. Remember, right? It's principles. There is a right and natural way by which God has ordered the world that life generally works according to that plan, but we live in an Ecclesiastes world, Mm -hmm. right? A fallen and a broken world where even if you do all of those things, Mm. things may not uh, turn out well. However, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do those things or those things are mm. important. Remember, horses prepare for the day of mm. battle. God gives us these principles for us to apply mm. uh, them with all of our heart and then trust the outcome, right? We want to leave the outcome in his hands. Proverbs is about sowing seeds of faithfulness and trusting God to reap the results. Yeah, absolutely. No, pr- pr- Definitely great pastoral perspective there. Listen, my son, this is 2319. Listen, my son, and be wise. Keep your mind on the right course. Listen to your father, verse 22, uh, who gave you life, and don't despise your mother when she is old. I think there's uh, so much here. Uh, One, the Christian life. Someone said, I think it was Rowan Williams who says, uh, the Christian life is a listening life, Mm. right? And we've talked a ton about how the center of Israel's theology was Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 5. Hear, hear, oh Israel, the Lord of God is one, love the Lord our God with all the heart, mind, soul, and strength. And over and over, bro, when the prophets, like all throughout the Old Testament, when they want to rebuke right. Israel, they're like, no, no, y'all didn't listen. Right. <laughs> like, right. fam, y'all don't <laughs> right. listen. Right. Right. And for us, man, like it is something about like us on this side of heaven where our ears are our primary faith organs, right? Like we listen to what God says, right? That's how faith comes. What does Paul say? He's like, yo, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word about Christ, right? right? And it is in listening to God that we live wisely before God. And there will be a day, right? When ears are not our primary 
faith organ. It will be our eyes, right? Amen. It will be the eyes of the Amen. soul. And we will see God. But right for for now, <laughs> you need to have them ears open, listening to God, giving uh, way to His way and wisdom. Amen. Yeah. So much more Proverbs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. Did you have one? I wanted to say something. It's one about twenty four. Twenty four. The very very last part. This was come up everywhere. Weeds okay. covered the ground, and the stone wall was ruined. This is all him saying, y'all. I went by the land of somebody that was lazy. Hmm. I saw and I took it to heart. I looked and received destruction, a little sleep, a little slumber, a hmm. little folding of the arms to rest, and your poverty will come like a robber and your need like a bandit. Hmm. We tend to think destruction, destruction is caused by um, active harm, hmm. right? A building needs to be de 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 destroyed, right? I saw them blow up and implode the Georgia Dome, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen uh, wrecking balls hit a building. Um, that's one way destruction comes, by active harm. Mm. Another way that it comes is by passive neglect. Mm. You know, passive neglect is active destruction, and Proverbs is going to bring that up, especially mm. when it talks about laziness, right? We live in a world where, you know, people spend their lives on their phone scrolling, daydreaming about the life that they want. Uh, we don't live in a world mm. that that uh, uh, is about process and work, right? In the daydreaming, you may not fold your hands, you may not rest, right, and have actual dreams, but you may spend your time on your phone scrolling up, daydreaming, mm -hmm. um, and uh, actively neglect the things that God has placed in front of you. And yeah. that is this subtle, this slow incline, mm -hmm. um, slow decline that leads to destruction, right? Yeah. And Proverbs warns us against that. There's a way to live in the world mm -hmm. that pleases God uh, with hard work. And hard work is hard, but it is rewarding and satisfying. Yeah, I, I love, last one I want to get at is 24-5. Yeah. He says, a wise warrior is better than a strong one and a man of knowledge than one of strength. Mm. Um, I love this because a strong person that isn't wise will not wield his strength properly. Right. Right? I think of folks like Samson. Right. right? Dude was the biblical Hercules. Right. <laughs> right? But because he acted like a fool and did what was right in his own eyes, his foolishness, hear this, his foolishness got him in situations his strength could not get him out of. Mm. And that is the plight of the fool, right? right? Ability alone in this life won't do it. Wisdom carefully acquired and applied is the way to flourishing. Your foolishness can get you in situations that your strength, your ability, your grit, your resolve, your competence can't get you out of. Amen. So we ought to listen to the Lord and live the way he is. Amen. Provided for us. Let's pray. Father, we ask... For wisdom today, God, we thank you that we don't have to rip wisdom out of your hand, Lord, mm. but you generously give wisdom to those who seek it. I pray that, uh, just as Proverbs says, we would seek it like we do hidden treasure, like we do silver and gold, because it is more valuable than precious pearls. It's in Christ's name we pray.